later, knowing that everything had now been finished, and so that scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. I want you to think for a moment of a time when you felt very, very thirsty. We all have experienced this ravaging and thirst, you know, very burning thirst. And often we underestimate how much water we would need when we step out of our homes. But such thirst cannot be compared to the thirst of crucifixion. For crucifixion was a slow and long process of dehydration. And Jesus had hung on the cross for six hours without moisture. John, it was God inspired John to record the statement to show us through this prophecy that the scripture is fulfilled and truly indeed that he's the Messiah. Jesus lived on in this earth, you know, completely obeying God, the Father's will. He completed the assignment, the task assigned for him. And um, also the very fact that he thirsted shows us his humanity. Uh, Psalms 22, 15, you know, predicts the thirst of Jesus. It says, my strength is dried up like a pot shirt and my tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. The greatest thing to me is that even at his point of great suffering and pain, you know, every prophecy is fulfilled. A similar incident is uh, we can think of is in, in mentioned in John chapter four, where Jesus is thirsty. After a long journey, he, he adds with his disciples, the disciples step out to get food and Jesus goes by the well and he meets a Samaritan woman. And there he asks her for a drink. This was a very genuine uh, you know, request that he had. Um, however, he wanted to offer her a gift of living water because he knew that he could personally bear her thirst. He said to her, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Jesus used this metaphor in the Old Testament, symbolism of water that represents life and salvation. After this conversation with Jesus, this woman left her jar behind and she walks back to the village. You know, this time the walk was not like the usual walk that she would, you know, go back because it is a time that no one else would come to draw water. And here she was walking back, not with fear, not with any inhibition, but she walked back with confidence, with that hope, with joy. There was that kind of, uh, you know, uh, there's no more emptiness. You know, she found that joy that uh, she experienced with the encounter which she had with Jesus. And that encounter she had with Jesus because he offered her the living water. And that changed the very core of her being. Jeremiah 2 verse 13 says, They have forsaken me, the springs of living water, and have dug their own cisterns, broken cisterns that cannot hold water. Jeremiah accuses the Israelites for trusting in false gods and false sources of life, depicted as bro broken cisterns. 
that don't hold any water and ultimately don't uh, give them what they need. So we all look for these watering holes, you know, that gives us an illusion of nourishment, you know, and they're temporary and they keep us from the true water. It's not that we, uh, you know, we are, we, we are thirsty. We all are thirsty. But how long will we thirst? You know, um, sometimes as followers of Christ, uh, we think, you know, reading the Bible, praying, you know, uh, coming to church and having a good plan. All this gives us a sense of satisfaction. You know, it quenches our thirst. However, it makes us, eventually makes us feel very, very, you know, uh, shallow inside. But here, while all these disciplines are good, it's important that we need to train ourselves to come to that water, to receive that living water. And we need to refuse to go to things that don't satisfy us. You know, we need to, you know, ask and receive that li living water. Here are some questions I would like to uh, leave with you and help us continue to ponder and think about what we just spoke, heard. What kind of water or relief do you find yourselves longing for? Who or what would you turn to when you're anxious and uncertain? What are the places in your life when nothing seems to satisfy or quench your thirst? Jesus who's now thirsty, cried out, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within him.